The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now I'm joined by Kathleen McNamee of Off the Ball. Kathleen, good morning. Morning, Pat. Commiserations on. Arsenal, I know you're a big fan. Yeah, it was a, a tough watch. We had actually a couple of people in the office had asked me before the match, you know, what would you prefer to maybe lead 1-0 for the entire match and then lose 2-1 in the dying moments or to get a 4-0 drubbing? And I was like, oh no, I definitely prefer the 4-0 drubbing. And then it basically happened and I was <laughs> like, this doesn't feel as good as I thought it would. <laughs> anyway, have they blown it, do you think? Oh, completely, yeah. And there's, I think so, especially when you look at their run-in for the next couple of games, like they have a much tougher running in the Premier League anyways in City do I know they're still in the Champions League and they do have the FA Cup but the likes of Newcastle Brighton as well they could very easily trip up this Arsenal side Yeah, um, a, a London derby then Chelsea that's on Tuesday I think so Yeah, and then Man United 2-0 comfortable lead against Spurs and they blew it yeah very reminiscent of the game uh, in the Europa League against Sevilla for them I think it just shows that while a bit like with Arteta like Ten Hag has brought this team on massively but they do still need more players and hopefully mm. well if you're a United fan anyways hopefully a bit of money will be put into the project this summer so that you can get those players yeah. um, I think What else at the weekend of the Premier League uh, I mean we're looking at the bottom of the table as well as the top Bottom of the table is probably the most interesting part because I think most people expect City to go with it so uh, Everton are playing Leicester City that's a bit a bottom table clash Everton looking very likely to go down Southampton are facing Newcastle uh, New Newcastle should do that and also that would be great for them in terms of their hopes to make the Champions League uh, and then you have Leeds playing Bournemouth as well and one of those bottom of the table crashes and Brentford versus Nottingham Forest so lots to pay attention to over the weekend uh, United, Aston Villa and as you said Arsenal, Chelsea and Liverpool Tottenham too Now let's talk rugby now, and the women first and the Six Nations uh, the last game in the sequence and it's a dare we say it must win yeah it really is so they're placing Scotland tomorrow at half seven it's the last game of the whole Six Nations um, all the other games are on just earlier on in the day they have yet to get a win this is the first time in, throughout the entire Six Nations that Greg McWilliams has announced an unchanged uh, starting 15 interestingly like he swapped the 9-10 combo consistently throughout the tournament and he obviously hasn't now so maybe this is a sign that he's starting to find his squad and come to terms with the players that he has with those sevens players being gone. Uh, they basically need a bonus point win if they want to avoid the bottom of the table. It's also really important that we get that win, not just in the context of, you know, finishing last and not having a win in the tournament. It's also important for where we're classed for the Rugby World Cup. So if we lose, we're going to be stuck in band three, which means we're going to be playing teams that don't have a whole lot of rugby experience. And that's not going to be good for the development of the team at all either. And once you're in those bands, you're there for two years. So, you know, in terms of looking to the future, this win is going to be really important. Scotland have had a good Six Nations. Like, I think they are they just introduced permanent contracts for players um, at the start of the year. So they're very much on the upward trajectory of their building. Uh, they have a record crowd for tickets sold okay. for tomorrow as well. So it's going to be it's going to be a tough one. A, a tough one. Um, now, Toulouse coming to Leinster. Yeah, I think the big question over this one is uh, what do you do with a problem like DuPont? How, how do you stop him, the best player in the world? Bit of chatter this morning that there could be an injury to Robbie Henshaw, which would be quite bad for Leinster considering the fact that they've already lost James Lowe as mm. well. Um, but that matches on at the Aviva at three o'clock tomorrow. So I, a lot of people are talking about the fact 
that the final is going to be a La Rochelle Leinster repeat of last year and like it's already written in the stars but this is definitely going to be the toughest challenge that Leinster have faced so far this season I think anyways Yeah and it Stade Rochelet or La Rochelle playing Exeter Chiefs you'd put your money on La Rochelle? You would yeah like I think Exeter will put it up to them but I mean what O'Gara has done with that squad has been remarkable over the last couple of seasons and I think they'll definitely have it to, to push there and they've rested a couple of their players in recent weeks as well so you, they, they know that they've been building towards this one. Now in GAA action sometimes it's the wrong kind of action we talk about. There's a story in the examiner Garthy probing a threatening letter sent to a referee and I've seen a copy of the handwritten uh, letter but it uh, it finishes you won't get away with this we know where you live and all about your family may you die roaring with cancer. This was sent to a referee. Yeah absolutely despicable letter for someone to receive and the Guardy have said that they are investigating uh, where the letter came from. I mean, we talk a lot about abuse of referees and how out of hand it's getting and how difficult as well. Like across sports, GA, rugby, football, uh, they're finding getting referees to actually commit to games and like want to be a referee because of stuff like this. Now, this is an extreme example. A lot of the time we talk about people shouting yeah, this things. This was a club from, game and... It was a minor game yeah. as well. You know, it, you're not... It, it doesn't matter what stage it's at but you're talking about children playing and this is the sort of letter that is being sent um, And I some of the Kilkenny referees are talking about withdrawing their services Yeah, they said that they want to support their fellow match official and they want the GA to take tough action and I think, you know, fair play to them if they do because unless this sort of stuff is cracked down on it's just going to keep happening okay. And finally, on field action then, uh, this weekend in hurling and football, what should we look out for? So in football, we have the semi-finals of the Ulster and Leinster Championships. Derry Monaghan, Down versus Armagh. That's going to be two very tasty ties with some pretty well-balanced teams. And then we have Awfully Loud and Kildare versus Dublin. I mean, I think everyone's expecting Dublin to do a complete route, but Awfully will be feeling confident after beating me the other week. In the hurling, also some great ties. Kilkenny Galway, Cork versus Waterford, and then Limerick are also playing Clare so lots to get your teeth sunk into Very good Kathleen McNamee of Off The Ball Uh, thank you very much The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9am on News Talk